0: If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
1: Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details.
0: Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.
1: brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's been another busy news week, and we like to review the major stories of the week here on the Black Information Network. Today, we are joined by Black Information Network news anchors, Nicole Deal and Ray Harris to discuss this week's major stories. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. So there's been a lot of interesting things in the news this week. Nicole, let's start with you. Uh, the new and dangerous TikTok challenge is trending with people cooking chicken with NyQuil. Give us more on this.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is a bizarre one. This is this is crazy. Um, I'm just going to, It's I call it a, a new TikTok recipe, uh, and that's just my healthy dose of sarcasm. Um, so l- let me just start by saying I love TikTok. I think A lot of the videos are hilarious and useful and fun and entertaining and all that stuff. Um, And my youngest daughter, 18, she's always trying to engage me in some video and they're playing a joke or making me look silly or getting me to dance or whatever. Um, So now that we got that out of the way, (laughs) it's a it sounds disgusting. It's a trend where um, people are taking raw chicken and um marinating it or saturating it with nyquil right yeah. the cough syrup yeah. um and you know aka they're calling it nyquil chicken aka sleepy chicken Sleepy
1: chicken yeah
2: right, <laughs> right. yeah i like to call it sleepy chicken <laughs> <laughs> you know add a little flair make it sound more sleepy but um anyway it can be sauteed boiled cooked whatever um but it's, it is essentially cooked in cough syrup. Doctors are strongly warning against using NyQuil as a way to add flavor. Um, and uh, in fact, one, uh, one doctor out of Texas is saying it is rare to overdose on NyQuil, but it is possible to overdose on NyQuil. So uh, he says it's a lot more likely that you will just get really, really, really sick Um, And the FDA has also put out a warning on the sleepy chicken, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the sleepy chicken challenge. uh, And and it has gone viral too on social media, the whole sleepy chicken thing. Um, But the FDA says by heating the NyQuil, boiling it, uh, you are also then inhaling the NyQuil and damaging your prefrontal cortex. And boiling it also makes it much more concentrated, which can damage your lungs, Um, and then lastly, just, (laughs) I have to just think about the taste. I mean, I'm going, why would anyone want to mix some NyQuil with chicken? You know, um, I don't know. I, I would, if, if I were eating chicken, I would prefer fried rather than baked. So maybe if it was baked, I might want to add some more flavor, you know, but some good old Southern deep fried chicken. Nah, I don't want any NyQuil on it. So Um, (laughs) it's just bizarre.
1: Those, those, two, those two, like the texture of chicken and the flavor of NyQuil, they don't go together in my mind, but I don't <laughs> think that people do this for the, the flavor. They probably do it because they want to eat chicken and go to, go to sleep, maybe, I guess. I, I, this is not for me, so I'll never know. But uh, interesting story. Um, and yes, if you've heard about the sleepy chicken, please do not partake. Moving on. Is the pandemic officially over? Well, President Biden says yes, but others are saying not so fast, Mr. President. Ray Harris, give us more on this, please.
0: President Biden uh, literally put his foot in his mouth on a 60 Minutes interview on Sunday. He said the pandemic is over. Uh, He said it several times on the uh, uh, award winning show. and. Since then, he has backtracked Uh, several days after the 60 Minutes interview. The president uh, said that we're in a good place. Uh, Apparently, somebody pulled his pull, pulled his coattail in the White House. And um, so now he's saying that uh, we're, quote, unquote, in a good place. On a side note to that, uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci says be on the lookout for a new variant that's uh, that's projected to be a big problem this fall and he's urging everyone to go out and get their booster shots and for those who have not gotten the initial shot just get the initial shot 67 percent of the country uh has the shot but that's not enough to keep covid at bay and that brings concern not only from the cdc but dr anthony fauci as well and i think these are some of the parameters that uh were considered when the president backtracked his comments, as he originally said on 60 Minutes, that it's over. So he's backed off of that. So we'll see what happens.
1: Black Information Network news anchors Nicole Deal and Ray Harris are here with us discussing this week's major stories. All right, big news. The woman king earns $19 million at the box office, but critics are saying the film is not historically accurate. Nicole, I want to hear from both of you, but Nicole, let's hear from you first. Uh, what are your thoughts?
2: Um, wow, this is interesting. I actually saw this movie um, uh, in its debut weekend, and I actually saw it twice.
1: Okay.
2: Um, so, of course, it stars uh, Viola Davis, who is Black, um, and the movie is about a, a group of fierce female warriors called the Agojis. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's how they say it in the movie. Um, But they fought to the death, usually fighting men to protect the West African kingdom of Dahomey. During the 17th, 18th, 19th centuries, uh, Viola Davis plays General Nanaska, the leader of those warriors who helped to free some of the Dahomey women uh, who were basically kidnapped by slave traders uh, from the Oyo Empire. Um, Anyway, so sorry about the history lesson there, but uh, the controversy is about whether or not the movie accurately depicts the Dahomey involvement in the slave trade during that time period. So, Critics are calling for a boycott of this movie uh, because they say it did not demonstrate their own culpability in the trading of African slaves during that time. Um, Lots of supporters of the movie say the movie had good acting. It was uplifting. It was triumphant. uh, It showed black women in leading roles, uh, powerful and strong, et cetera. And I, I think, in my opinion, in my opinion, the movie was never advertised or positioned as a documentary. Right? It's a movie, mm-hmm. um, and although it may be based on a true story, I don't think the filmmakers intentionally misled anyone. In a sense that they were shooting a movie, you know, not a documentary. And I think there's a distinct difference. Uh, I think that the Movie is actually a catalyst for a phenomenal documentary. I think it's a great opportunity. And I think it would make a lot of money if someone came along and actually did a documentary of, you know, um, the Agoji Warriors, uh, just simply based on the fact that people we know now that people are 19 million dollars strong on debut weekend interested in this movie and the story of the Agoji women. And uh, now a lot of people want to know what really happened. So I think it's a great opportunity. Um, Who knows? Maybe we'll see a documentary about the Agoji women at some point in the future. Ray, what do you think?
0: Um, I haven't seen the movie yet, but thanks to uh, Nicole's analogy of it, uh, I feel like I've seen it, but uh, (laughs) I plan on checking the movie out uh, this weekend. Um, I have read a lot about it. Here's my take on it. Okay. First of all, The movie did far more than what was expected. It crushed the box office over the weekend. So that automatically garners much attention and brings out the critics, especially those in Hollywood who uh, were pushing for movies that did not do that well. So you're going to get the critics to come out anyway. And like Nicole said, there are tons of movies that, that are out there. Uh, whether they're fact or fiction or it's, you know, it's just a movie. It's all entertainment. So you, you have the negative side, you know. Or what about this boycott? Did anybody boycott Forrest Gump? I don't think so. Right. I didn't hear anything about that. And there were many parts of that movie where, uh, you know, some of the history was changed in it. You know, altered, so to speak. But you didn't hear anything about that. Right. But here we are with this movie and all the attention that it's getting. When you generate over 19 million in one weekend, that's going to spark controversy because a lot of people in Hollywood, you know, are trying to push their own projects. So it brings a lot of attention to the movie. I can't wait to see it this weekend.
1: Sure, sure. You know, one of the things that I. You know, I, I, I. I. Gone on record several times saying I'm not a big fan of cancel culture. I real I realize that it has its place as the ultimate consequence. But um a lot of times people are there's this sort of mob mentality that exists, especially on Twitter, but you know, on all social media, and this sort of ready-fire aim approach to things. And and this is something that is not exclusive to black people. This is just a human condition. Um, the thing is, is that this, this moment, you know, could be something that we could celebrate, right? In theory, we could say, wow, this movie is, uh, a wonderful display of the strength of a black woman. This, this movie, um, puts another black hero on the walls and in the in the minds of, of girls, uh, black girls, uh, you know, around the country, around the world. Um, and this movie is, you know, uh, a breakthrough moment for, you know, Hollywood in terms of, you know, all the things that we've been asking for in terms of, you know, Oscar so white and, you know, all this sort of stuff. We've been pushing for representation in Hollywood, right? So we have a big film with a star actress who is uh, portraying um, an African person telling an, an African story, a black story, right? And because of its lack of accuracy, um, not saying that that's everything, but I don't think it's it necessitates, okay, let's boycott the movie. But because of the lack of accuracy uh, and the failure of these pockets of the internet to look at it as a story, you know what I mean? Um, we end up kind of, you know, eating our own tail, I, I, I think, and and we're taking money out of our own pockets. We're we're working against our own interests. You know, we can't have, uh, we can't have it where we're asking for these types of stories to be told, and then boycotting them. We can't, you know, we can't do both. Yes, Does that makes sense. And so for this one, it just feels a little, a little strange, you know, there's lots of people that we espouse, you know, through a historical lens, we look at them and we're like, well, all these people were wonderful people. And as we know, people are complicated, you know, um, stories are complicated. You know, I'm a complicated person myself. I haven't always done the right thing, you know, and, and in hindsight, you know, I realized maybe that was wrong and I learned from it. And I'm not saying that I'm not trying to excuse anything, but I do recognize that, um, there was an opportunity here rather than to boycott it to say, this is a great story, quote unquote. Um, let's now, as you mentioned, let's now tell the full story. Just so you know, these were among the Africans that were responsible for selling us into slavery. Here's what they were thinking. Here's what was going through their minds. Here's the European influence. Here's how they were able to gain power in Africa. These are the treaties that they signed. These are the deals that they et cetera. Um, and here's what they were responsible for and telling the full story versus boycotting the movie because then we don't get any movie. movies. So I, I, I agree with, okay, this full story needs to be told, but I don't think that the method that they took to, um, accomplish that is going to be effective, uh, especially seeing that the movie earned $19 million, which again, I applaud. So moving on, um, let's ask this question. Is there a double standard when it comes to the stand your ground law? Uh, I saw this. This is actually very sad. There's a black man in Georgia who was sentenced to 10 years uh, for a recent stand your ground case. Nicole, you know about this, don't you?
2: I do indeed. And as you know, these types of stories or these excuse me, as you know, these types of cases really, really just get me um I I have a 28 year old son and so when I hear these types of stories it's 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 upsetting to me in a lot of ways um first and foremost a little backstory about about this case Mark Wilson uh is is the gentleman's name who was recently sentenced um and he was sentenced in the shooting death of Haley Hutchinson Hutchison I hope I'm saying that right um Because he was basically in the car with his girlfriend and um, he had a legal handgun and he says that he fired his handgun out of self-defense. There was a truckload full of white teenagers um, allegedly yelling racial slurs at he and his girlfriend they allegedly tried to run them off the road, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, he fired his handgun, again, his legal handgun out of self-defense because he felt threatened. Um, and one of the bullets that he fired struck uh, Haley Hutchison in the back of the head, um, and she was killed. Mm. And and again, this is, you know, I'm not dismissing her death as anything less than tragic because it's horrific, And I could not even imagine as a parent, you know, losing a child at age 17. So it's just, it's horrific on every front. Um, But to give this man a 10 year sentence, you know, which is the maximum, by the way, for involuntary manslaughter, which is what he was tried for, not murder in the first, second or third degree, but involuntary manslaughter. But to give him a 10 year sentence, I think this is excessive, Um, And when I think about stand your ground laws, I I just can't help but think about uh, Trayvon Martin in Florida. Um, And I just when I when I just look at the similarities and the differences of these two stories, it makes me so angry. Uh, Of course, we know Trayvon was a black unarmed teenager who appeared to be doing nothing wrong. And he was killed by a white man um, who was acquitted. Of murder, you know, and then here we have this case with Mark Wilson, who says I felt threatened. You know, there was a truckload of, of of people, you know, trying to run me off the road and and screaming racial slurs in my direction. So I fired my legal handgun, and now I have to sit in jail for ten years. So I think it's a travesty of justice in this case.
0: Sure, Ray, your thoughts. Gun control and the outrageous gun laws that various states have on the books—that continues not only to plague the black community but also society as well. Uh, we're, we we have children, toddlers finding guns sliding, uh, you know, under the car seat or in between the cushions at home. Is this gun epidemic that this country is going through is just totally out of control. And it's all linked back to that. And then when you put a gun in the hands of a black man, Oh, he's wrong for holding that gun. That's pretty much what the law is telling uh, Mr. Wilson. Right. You're, you're wrong automatically. So regardless if it was self-defense or you were trying to protect yourself and your, your girlfriend or what have you, you're automatically in the wrong. So there's a lot of issues in, in, in involving guns in this country that has yet to be solved. Will it be solved in our lifetime? Probably not, because there's so much political turmoil involved in the entire situation. And it's unfortunate.
1: You know, the, the okay. crazy thing about this is that um, from what I understand, uh, they went to they, him and his girlfriend just went out to go get some dinner and uh you know when they left the place they were you know there was a truck full of the people that were i guess shouting the racial slurs at them perhaps for being an interracial couple um his girlfriend was white uh is white she's still alive um and this truck was just kind of zooming forward and backward on the highway next to them and uh so he pulled out his gun and shot one round in the air to scare them off, and then it wasn't until after that when he started to fear for his life, because again, they're, you know, um, driving his truck erratically on the road next to them, that he shot, and defense of himself st- striking the uh, girl, 17-year-old, and killing her. And um, when you think about that story, it's like, man, we just wanted to go get some dinner. And then here I am, you know, having to go to prison for 10 years for involuntary manslaughter when I was doing my best to defend myself, when I fired a warning shot, you know, it's, uh, yeah, well, but you know, this isn't anything that we haven't learned before. The rules are the rules, um, uh, except when it comes to us, you know, so yeah, stand your ground, just like the, uh, the, uh, title or the headline says there's a double, double standard when it comes to standing your ground. So that's unfortunate, but from what I understand, they're going to appeal and uh, you know try again. So hopefully um, you know that one will work out in their favor and we can get them back out on the street because based on what I know of the story so far, it doesn't seem like 10 years is, is fair at all. He was protecting himself and technically speaking at present, it's still legal to have a gun in this country. So thank you both very much for your insight. Once again, today's guests are Black Information Network news anchors, Nicole Deal and Ray Harris. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media, and I'll be hosting another episode of Civic Cipher this weekend on a station near you. For stations, showtimes, and podcast info, check civiccypher.com. And join us Monday as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network daily podcast.
2: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule, it's flexible, simple to use